good evening and welcome to our show. Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future. Hi, this is Suzanne. I'm Jody. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is Deanna. Well, welcome back, everybody. We are here to do the second part of the Texas Tour Debrief. Last time we were able to share about the Austin show, and today we wanted to just jump on the, the podcast to talk a little bit about the other two Texas states that we got to see. Duran Duran in the Woodlands, which is really Houston, and Dallas. So, girls, what did you think about the second half of our Texas tour? I had a blast. Hot. Yeah, I was oh. say, it was 92 <laughs> degrees for an outdoor show, so it was hot. And to put it, and to add some context, now for Texas folks that are listening, 92 doesn't sound like it's a lot, but when you 99% Houston, humidity, Houston and the humidity, yeah, it's hot. No air flowing under that pavilion either. Not really. Like they no had like wind. a gigantic fan, but it wasn't really doing it. It was just like, <laughs> just like for show, really. <laughs> I brought my little handheld fan, and I was using it as a mic. I'm like, this is kind of fun. I can sing into my fan, so I might have to do that again another time. I don't think I've ever sweated as much as I sweated at that show. Even in London? Because, y'all, we were, like, dying. Yeah. Uh-uh. In London, it, was it wasn't that hot. It was a different it was kind different. of heat. Yeah. I yeah. will say, yeah. though, the, the show that has beat that for me personally is I did a show outside of Phoenix about 10 years ago or <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah. And that was crazy hot. <laughs> and it was August. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. no. That it was, like was insane. <laughs> and I remember that Simon came out, and he was like, it's a little bit chilly. And he was wearing a leather jacket, too. And I was like in a spaghetti strap maxi dress and I was still dying. I yes. was like, oh my gosh. Well, speaking of wardrobe in the heat, that Bastille girl still had like her sweatshirt dress on. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it is so freaking hot. But anyways. Yeah, but by the time she got to Dallas, she pared it down a little I bit. I know, <laughs> when she was inside with the AC. So I'm like, sweetheart, somebody need to tell you. And Nick had his suit and like a, that bow like tied the whole yes. time outside in Houston and I was just like oh bless your heart. Never kick off his jacket. Either. No he didn't. Well, probably because it was stuck. Of, it was stuck to him. Maybe he had like a portable. I was going to say maybe maybe Ozzy had him hooked up down below there that was blowing <laughs> A yeah, cool like air and mm-hmm. had some kind of well, Roger, fan that we couldn't see down there. Roger has a fan. So yeah, Roger I, does. I yeah. bet they do. They have fans. But still, tied around your neck. Ugh. I mean, it was, it was very, it looked cool, but it was hot. So yeah. Well, and it was, it wasn't as hot when they were on stage, but I felt so bad for Bastille because they came on first. Yes. And it was still full on sun going down, (laughs) western sky, sun shining right on the stage. It was tough. Even for the early part of Chic, I think Niall was like, what am I wearing (laughs) out here? I will, yeah. I will say though, I love the girls' dresses in Houston the best and Chic. Those wine color oh, off the yeah. shoulder they were my favorite so that was pretty and they were, i mean they've been having some 
really nice outfits. Yes. You know, throughout the tour. Like, it, it's not like, cause I thought, okay, well, they're kind of changing a couple of things. Like yeah. A couple of things, but they've had like full on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yes. Um, I, what I do know is that, that Niall always coordinates his outfits with mm-hmm. the girls. So mm-hmm. that's why they are always so put together. Um, because that, there's some thought that goes into that. that well, they look. looked especially good in Houston. And I'm gonna, I, I, I need to give a shout out to Houston. They were really into it. I mean, the of the crowd, yeah. of the three yeah. shows, I they kind of won my vote for like the best crowd. I don't know what I y'all agree. thought. Yeah, I, agree. I, I mean, thought I Houston was good. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't get to go to Dallas, but of of the two, Houston, <laughs> it was just a different vibe. Austin was fun and it was, yeah. it was good. It was just a different vibe and it felt a little more stressful, I guess, because of the people that some of the people that were around us. And it became a little bit distracting because they were drunk and being obnoxious. In which, Austin or in Houston? In, in Austin. Austin. Yeah, yeah. In Austin. Yeah, yeah. We had talked about that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and so I, yeah, I think we talked about it in a previous episode, but yeah. um, but yeah, just the vibe in Houston was way different. And yeah, I don't know. It just it felt like people were a little like people in Austin were into it. Yeah. But it felt like it was just like in Houston they were more into it, and Austin. And I hate to say this about my town. <laughs> But when it comes to live shows, just over the last several years, if there's been a shift in the way that the crowd is, and it just becomes, it's like social hour, and it doesn't matter. It's like the band is just kind of a background band sometimes. And sure, folks will sing and whatever, but it's just, it's very different than what it used to be. And it's, it's, it's a bit disappointing. Um, there's only, there's like pockets sometimes at some shows where it, it, it is that the Austin vibe, but Houston felt more the way Austin used to be. Well, and one just observation is that was our only show that Sheik went second. Of the three shows, Sheik went first in Austin and first in Dallas. And, you know, they warmed the crowd up. And so definitely that was my preference. Bastille started, you know, like the youngsters really enjoyed it. But then everybody got dancing with Sheik, and then it kind of just went from there. So I think that played into it. And the fact it was the amphitheater, which was obnoxiously hot. But you had everybody pushed closer to the front because it was like, you know, the, the lawn was looser, I would guess. But it seemed pretty full overall. All of them actually seemed pretty full, which was great. I also think in Houston, they sell those big giant uh, frozen drinks Mm -hmm. that people had (laughs) multiples of while being out there in the heat. And everybody just seemed to be happier to Mm -hmm. me. Like normally I don't like being in the crowd like that because I couldn't see the stage very well at all from where I was. It didn't bother me at that show for some reason. It bothers me everywhere else. But at at that time, I, I think I was just dancing you know you just wanted to dance the whole time because otherwise I'd stand there being miserable in the heat it was it was a good show and I do think that chic going before Duran yeah makes a difference it yeah. really does. Not that Bastille brings it down, but it's just a different type of music. Exactly. And, and it's not that groovy disco like I like. And it parlays really well into Night Boat and Wild Boys and, you know, what comes after that. So I think the alcohol made a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've actually thought about this. Like, why was the Houston crowd so different? And the people around us 
were like our age and I'm totally into been, it. Yeah. They might've just been out for a Saturday night and they were there to have a really good time and they made sure yeah. that that's what was happening to them. Nobody was falling down drunk. Nobody was, you know, bothering me or anything, Yep, <laughs> which usually happens. So I, I, I don't know. It was a different crowd somehow. The Austin crowd was our age as well. They were just acting different. And I think also it just had to do with some of it had to do with where we were. Mm-hmm. Right. So in Austin, we were on the floor. We were closer. Houston, we were a little further away. And the ushers or whatever security, they were really policing people going to the to the barricade up at the front. Right. You had to have a special wristband or something like that, which yeah. I had ne- never heard of. And so people would go up there. I mean, even we we went up there and just hung out. And then they eventually told us to go back to our seats. But there that was happening throughout the show where people would just venture up. And some people would venture up to take a picture, hang out maybe a few more seconds and then go back to their seat. Others, like the obnoxious drunk people, would go up there and just start hanging out and (laughs) and singing and and just being silly. And and, talking loud. And and talking loud and not even (laughs) facing the band at at some points. And and they had to tell them to go back to their seats. There was people that were right in front of us that were just drunk and they just built their drink. I mean, it was just... (laughs) Yeah. It was just distracting. Yeah. Right. And don't get me wrong, we still thoroughly enjoyed the show and had a fabulous time. It was just just that noise around us was like, yeah. man, why why are you even here? Because yeah. you're just you can go do that anywhere else. You could do it in the comfort of your home and not have to pay so much money. Well, and they let, spent a and lot and give room to be for the there. actual fans, yeah. right? So anyway, I well, get off my soapbox about that. But and then, well, yeah, and, it was just different. And then one other thing, we <laughs> at Austin we were so close and we were so focused on the guys, but then in Houston we saw the screens on the side and we're like, oh, there was stuff happening that we hadn't noticed, like the whole intro, yeah, the intro thing. They were like, oh, there's like, you know, astronaut, but not astronaut the album, actually astronaut flying in a spaceship, Duran Duran on the screen. <laughs> we had oh yeah because we were far enough back then you could see the whole production right? yes right. and yeah, they had like we the were... future past filter and that was really cool so there were some cool effects on those side screens that we had no idea so we, we actually had kind of a second you know a second show because we actually noticed some of the effects in Houston and y'all got some really good pictures from back there of the screen too it looks mm-hmm. like you were right up on it yeah that intro was yeah. really cool Stephanie what do you think about Houston it was hot Yes, but I agree with everything that you were you ladies have said. I mean, like it was a different vibe. I guess because we were further back, you know. And we met we met some cool people that were sitting around us, and we had we met someone that was um, in front of us that her daughter was with her, and um, she listened to the podcast. You know, when Lonely Your Nightmare came on, I remember she was like, "Oh my gosh, you guys love this song." (laughs) (laughs) I need to give a shout out to her because she literally turned around during the song and said to me i remember you said that this was your your you know favorite part of the song where uh because there's heat beneath your winter and i was like oh my god yes <laughs> that was it was just really cool too to have that part of the experience where people either recognized us or when we'd say something about the podcast oh yeah and especially the woman that was in front of us at at the houston show that just took me back and it, it like I was speechless and I was like, this, this is so cool. Yeah. This, this community and the band and what we're doing and just this experience. And it's just this shared experience. And I, I, I really love that. 
that was really great. So well, and speaking of that, we had our first meetup at the hotel, which was conveniently attached to the pavilion. So I will give Houston one thing. If y'all ever have to go to a show in Houston, stay at that Marriott because literally it was like, you know, the sky bridge across the parking lot. So close. You didn't, you know, you didn't have to drive or anything, but we had our meetup with some fans. So thank you ladies for coming out and meeting with, up with us ahead of time. Okay. Right now I'm going to pause and go and let them introduce themselves. So we are live right now in the woodlands outside Houston, Texas, waiting to see Duran Duran on the future past tour. We're having our first ever in-person meetup. Along with like a wedding rehearsal across the way. But we wanted to introduce some of our fun friends that are here. So tell me your name, where you're from, and some of your favorite Duran things. My name is Lisa Barber. I live about 15 miles from here, so that was lucky. Okay, I'm going to have to do the song that means the most to me. It's probably Ordinary World. Because the first time I ever heard it, it was on my way from Florida to Houston for my father's funeral. And then I had another Duranty friend whose husband played it on a loop at her funeral. So that is probably the song that has the most meaning to me. Yeah. Hello, my name is Nicole Compte, and I live in Clear Lake near NASA. And my favorite, my favorite member as a teenage girl was John Taylor. But I mean, I drooled over every picture that came on Team Beat or something like that. But Nick Rhodes, because we're Gemini's, you know, his day was birthday was yesterday, mine's today, and happy birthday. Kind of kindred spirits, Gemini twins, maybe. Um, favorite song, New Moon on Monday and New Religion. Oh, awesome. awesome. Hi, my name is Michelle Castilleja Condell. Um, my favorite band member is going to have to be Mr. John Taylor. He is my ride or die. <laughs> my ride or die. Uh, my favorite song is Lonely in Your Nightmare. I just remember being a teenager and watching that video for the first time. Um, it just pulled at every Durani being piece of everything in me and to this day I just adore that song. Are you ready to hear half of it tonight? I'm ready to hear <laughs> half of it tonight, yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> Howdy, I'm Gloria Couch from Richmond, Texas. My favorite band member is Nick Rhodes, has been since oh, the very beginning. And my very favorite song is The Chauffeur. Definitely a less known song, but my number one song. <laughs> Okay, we had such a fun time with them in the bar, ladies. I think we need to do that again sometime. I don't know when we get the chance, but it's really fun to meet people in person. Um, Absolutely. Yes. Agreed. It was very nice to meet everyone that came out before the show. Yeah. I I felt somewhat antisocial because I remember being super hungry and eating like (laughs) a very garlicky Caesar salad (laughs) while people are like coming over and saying hi. And I was trying to be friendly, but I was also really hungry and trying to eat. That was fun. I, I, I really enjoyed talking to uh, everyone that came up and said hi, but especially, um, oh my gosh, now I, names are so bad with me right now, but our friend that works at NASA, who was just so excited to get to chat with us and share with us her job at NASA and everything. It was really cool to get to know people like that. Yeah. And she even gave, she even gave us patches. Yes. And yes. It was so cool. Yes. Yeah. That was really, really fun. fun. And then another benefit of being in the hotel there in the woodlands it was was it wine week in the woodlands or something (laughs) so we had found like this like kiosk that way they were giving away free wine what country was it from bulgaria bulgarian wine so shout out to the bulgarian wine ladies too (laughs) Oh yes, we um, gave them a shout out in the previous episode. Oh, we episode. did. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. 
So we went to go them. see them the second night as well. We did. We did. We they made an impact them. on us, y'all. They made an impact on us. They did. Yeah, so if you if you listen to the Austin episode. Yes, we were. We, we had had a few. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that night. That was that yeah. night later on. It was like a slumber party. We did go back. For some seconds the next night before the show. One other just tip for anyone that ever goes to the Woodlands is there's a back entrance when you stay in that Marriott. And then there was like an indoor room with air conditioning and a merch setup inside in the AC. So if you ever go to Woodlands, go find that inside lounge and go buy your merch there. It was quite pleasant because you didn't have to stand out in the heat for extra long. But and, they don't and, let you take your drink out of there. You oh, have yeah. To you have to drink it. Well, cause you know why? Because they have mixed drinks in there and yeah. they only have beer and wine outside right, right so right. that's what someone told me i'm like oh and, well that makes sense and the mixed drinks were delicious the <laughs> were really good and they were cheaper than yeah. than outside. outside. Yes. True. Yes. So some helpful hints, hopefully, for future concerts for our listeners. Anything else about Houston before we head up I-45 to Dallas? I, I think that was the third, maybe the fourth time I've seen Duran Duran at that venue. So I, I have very strong feelings that it will happen again if they swing back through and play Houston in a temperate part of the year. <laughs> it, it will probably be at that same location. They seem well, to like that. We saw them though at Smart Center in Sugarland. Yeah, that was a weird time. that was a weird situation. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm voting for in a second or third leg of the Future Past tour <laughs> to go back to the Tobin Center in San Antonio. Just putting yeah. that out there, guys. That yeah. was an amazing venue and you sold out two nights. So I think let's do that again, please. I do love that venue. Yes. For sure. It's an amazing yeah. place. Okay, so sorry D, we're leaving you behind in Houston. <laughs> Good. Not for lack of trying, though. No, Definitely we tried to kidnap you. We did. But. Yeah, we almost, yeah so we almost had her. <laughs> FYI for the listeners, so uh, the better half had uh, something to say for when I said I was going to go to all the Texas shows. He's like, you can go to Austin and Houston. That's it. I'm like, okay. And I, I, I couldn't really argue with it because I went to London last year. I went to L.A. <laughs> For the Hall of Fame, so I'm like, okay, I, that, that's fine, because I also want to go to Red Rock, so maybe, you know, we'll see. We'll cross yes. that bridge. He's going uh, to uh, North Carolina next week? No, oh, in wow. two weeks. I think it's North Carolina to see a, a band. I can't even remember who it is at this point. <laughs> He's doing a guy trip, basically. So, okay, well, even exchange-ish. So, yes. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> and we were back to an arena. We were at American Airlines. We had further back seats, but two of the three <laughs> found a different option, <laughs> which is fine. I kept our original seats, which were actually in the, the first section, like towards the floor, right in front of, of the luxury suites. So I had a good view because clearly the luxury seats people like their view. And I had the space of three seats. So I was able to dance. And take up a lot of space. So I was definitely not was, sad about that. It was fun to turn around and see you up there enjoying <laughs> yourself so much. Oh yeah, I was just in my in the zone. Uh-huh, yeah. But not good. gonna lie, I did love our upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, shout out to Christy, who is a dear, dear old, old friend of mine from many, many years ago, uh, who upgraded her seats and therefore had a couple of seats that she was trying to offload. So I, I was a fortunate benefactor of that. <laughs> 
So night three, it was super fun again. Now with this particular tour, they had the same exact set list every night because of all the staging and all the visuals and all of that. And we kind of knew that going into it. So, you know, I think when you know it up front, it's not as big a deal as when we think, are we going to get something new? And then we don't. Thoughts on the show, ladies? It was good. (laughs) (laughs) It was good. I mean, that was the third show in four nights, and I know exactly when A View to a Kill is going to start, and I know what LeBon's going to do when he's done, you know. I it, it was fun to watch, especially from where we were, because I could actually see from where we were. But, it, it, I mean, it was essentially the same show I had just seen the night before. I just wasn't sweating so much. Yeah, because okay, yeah. so we were inside. With the AC. Mm -hmm. And then shout out, we got to see a bunch of friends up there. So we didn't do a meetup, but we were wandering around and we got to see, um, our friend Ben from Austin. Yes, Ben. And yeah, he came and his brother came. Mm -hmm. And then we got to see Bart and Veronica and their kids. They were there and I saw. We didn't get to, I didn't get to talk to them. I talked to them because they were up by me. Oh, good. And then. Honor and Kathy were there. So it was a lot of people were there if you yeah, kind of walked around to see them. Yeah. Um, shout out to Heidi. We, my friend Heidi in Dallas, she was actually ended up, um, when we upgraded our seats, we ended up being in the same exact oh, row right. with each other. That's right. That's right. So we got, I got to visit with Heidi. Um, we got to visit with Courtney. Hey, Courtney. Courtney um, was also oh, yeah. in Houston. Courtney did all three shows like we yeah, did. Yeah. yeah. So it was fun. And I got like multiple friends from Louisiana who usually go to the Dallas show. It was one oh, yeah. that I haven't seen in over 30 years, so it was really, really cool to reconnect with her. A friend from the reunion years, Lynn, came down also. So I got, I mean, it, it was more like a friend reunion than yeah. a brand new show. Yeah. 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 So. E- exactly. So, I mean, yes, the set list was the same, um, but every, as everybody knows, anytime you go to a different venue and you go to a different city, there's always something different that's going to happen, and you get to see so many more people that you want to see. So um, that was exciting. We also got to um we were on the aisle jody and i so we were watching gavin elder at work oh yeah um so that was cool to watch him and um watch the kind of shots that he was taking gosh i would love 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 just to sit down and look at all of his Uh for lack of a better word negatives Uh um, of all the shots that he got because it was it was interesting to watch him working as well and as we know he's an amazing photographer um and documentarian um so it'll be interesting to see if he releases all of the things that he shot over this first half of future past work. I'm hoping it becomes another Singu Silver book. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking that exactly same thing. He is the Dennis O'Regan of this time period. (laughs) That's That's right. Well, and then the energy was great in Dallas. I mean, I think it was better in Houston. But it was really good in Dallas. I was actually impressed. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, th- I feel like Save a Prayer was the best in Dallas. I don't know why. I think with that arena just filled with all the lights, for some reason during this leg of the oh, tour, I, I kind of yeah. really, I well, li- liked it the best. For me as well, during Save a Prayer, I don't know if you could see Suzanne, but from where Jody and I were sitting, there was somebody in the first or second row that had a Ukrainian flag that was holding yeah. it up. And so. For Save a Prayer or for, for prayer, Ordinary yes. World? Yeah. Um, yeah. ordinary world. I'm so sorry. And, um, <laughs> oh, I was thinking save a prayer too, but I yeah, but for that. ordinary world. And so that really struck me. And I know that I watched Gavin take a picture of that as well. And so that, that really hit. Yeah. yeah. You know, one so, thing, 
One thing that that really I don't know it hasn't struck me, but it's something that I just thought about was the the precision of each set. Yeah, it's the same thing every night, but it's perfect every night. There was that one little bit in Austin where John's bass went out for a second. Besides that, the show is perfect. It, it is, is most definitely a well-oiled machine. And yeah. shout out to everybody. Um, and we know a few people behind the scenes who make that happen every single night. There is yeah. a lot going on for this production and they make it seem seamless. Yep. Yeah. So, of course, we enjoyed seeing three nights in a week. After this show, they the guys made it over to Atlanta and to Florida and kind of finished out this leg of the tour. And we're gearing up for the second leg of the tour when we're going to see them at Red Rocks in August. Super exciting. I'm halfway just excited to get out of Texas for, you know, several days (laughs) to, like, not be on the face of the sun hot. And hopefully we we won't have the the hailstorm like they had, like, last Last week at Red Rocks, which was I thought great. about that when I saw that I news. Know. I know. Like, oh no! <laughs> I mean, that was a freak thing. That was but crazy. That was pretty crazy. Are we thinking then the consensus is Houston, Dallas, Austin ranking wise? Oh, you mean like like the shows? Mm-hmm. And the like with the vibe and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Vibe, vibe, Houston for sure. Yeah. Yeah, probably vibe. I would put it that way too. Yeah. And then shows pretty much even. Yeah, I think they might be even for me. Or maybe Austin a little bit elevated. And I'm not sure why I would say that. But I did see the Austin show from multiple perspectives. So maybe that's why I'll have that thought about that. But again, technically that show was perfect minus John's little bass problems. But all of the rest of them were literally perfect. So. And when I see multiple shows in a row, I intentionally like to move around. So that was another reason I wasn't sad to be mm-hmm. in our seats that were close to the boxes because it gets it gives me a different perspective and I, I love to start close and then kind of make my way back. I mean, of course, I would love to be close the whole time, but I enjoy seeing shows a little further back because I feel like the sound, oh, and the sound was fantastic and all mm-hmm. of the things. And even some of the reviewers were talking about how good the sound was. So what's the new sound guy saying? Let's shout out to him. He just got interviewed by Bernie. Um, oh, good grief. Stephanie, did you listen to that? Oh, I haven't I haven't listened yet, to that one yet, but it's like again, spikes or something. Yeah, yeah well, like, it, and he he tours with Journey and Duran right now. Anyways, did a great job, and he, like it was crazy that one of the reviews was like, "Oh my gosh, the mixing was fantastic in front of house," and I'm like, "Oh, people actually like write about this," but they all <laughs> sounded really good too. So, yeah. oh yeah, um, just superb. I mean, a plus to everyone behind the scenes, not only the band, but again, everyone working behind the scenes to bring this production to life every night. Incredible. Incredible. So I think we're gearing up for August and who knows and beyond. I guess we're going to see how long the future past tour goes. Paper Gods, was that that like five years? Like how long did that go? (laughs) Yes. That's okay. Go ahead. Feel free yeah, to add some fine. San Antonio dates, another back. Austin date. It's okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Texas loves you. Texas, you know lo- that. Texas loves Duran Duran. And everybody I know kept asking me, they're like, oh, are you going to the shows? And even people at the shows were like, you went to all three Texas shows? I'm like, uh-huh. of course. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always fun to get the texts and the posts or tags or whatever yes. from people when Duran's in town or in the vicinity or whatever. It's and they're so checking in to make sure that we know we're like, mm-hmm. Oh, right, one thing right. we did do in Dallas is we got to see a little bit of Dom's DJ set. Oh, right. right. So yeah. that was a little interesting thing to see. 
He did a good job. He did mix a little bit. Was it Hungry Like the Wolf? Girls on yes. Film. Right? Girls on Film. I think both. Okay. So, so yeah, we got there. We heard we heard a mix of both. Yeah. yeah. And he had a Punk Master shirt on for the set. Yep. So it was fun to kind of just see that side of Dom. We hadn't seen that before, so we got to see that for a few minutes. That was an interesting little setup too, where he wasn't just up at the DJ stand by himself. He there was like an elevated seating area. So there were people like sitting behind like him. kings yeah. and queens behind yes. him. Yes, that would not have been us. We were <laughs> we were with the masses in front. <laughs> I was not dressed appropriately for that place. I needed a short skirt and oh. a tiny top on. Well, you were dressed well enough that they just waved us in. So that's good. Because <laughs> we had heard earlier that there were some issues with people in the dress oh, code. Right. So right. luckily we passed the dress code. I guess we saw funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nightclub, so it was like, totally a nightclub in Dallas, and at two in the morning was in Dallas, and they were surprised they couldn't get in with just regular shorts and a t-shirt. Which I'm like, you live in Dallas, you probably know that they want you to be a little dressier than that, but you know, it was fun. It was fun to check it out for a little bit and just kind of see what he was up to as well. And yeah. it was a Saturday, so it wasn't a school night either, so that was fun. Right. Too, so okay, well, it's just the beginning of this tour, y'all. We have. More to go and more to look forward to and future legs to the future past tour <laughs> that we're going to see what's, what's going to happen. So hopefully we'll see y'all out on the road. Listeners, come find us. Thank you for tuning in to the Cherry Ice Cream Smile podcast. We are so glad you could hang out with us for a while. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast player. And you can even ask Alexa to play us with the TuneIn app. Also follow us on Instagram and our brand new Twitter page. See you again real soon. Give her a really big, uh, a really big round of applause. Come from everybody for the band Bastille. Give it up for Nile Rogers and Sheik. This is one of the best tours we've been on, just because those guys are around playing their shows. They're fantastic, and it makes us feel so great. As if we needed to dig ourselves up anymore. As if we needed to celebrate anything. Anybody celebrate the birthday? Happy birthday!